This is Sound in Season. It's Thursday, the 20th day of Lent. Our passage today comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 22 through 38. And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, Do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. And he sent him into his home, saying, Do not even enter the village. And Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Christ. And he strictly charged them to tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. And calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words In this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's passage begins with a healing scene, familiar in the previous seven chapters but it concludes with declarations that are unprecedented. First, Jesus asks his disciples a question that Mark has subtly been asking for eight chapters. Who is this Jesus of Nazareth? Second, Jesus tells his disciples about what must soon take place, namely that he must suffer many things. He tells them that he must be rejected by the people and the rulers. He must be killed and he must rise again from the dead. If you did not know that he would suffer bearing our griefs, carrying our sorrows, if you did not know that he would die, pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, and if you did not know that upon him was the chastisement that would bring you peace, and that by his wounds you are healed, you probably would have tried to stop him too. Peter tried, and was rebuked by Jesus. It wasn't that Peter was against Jesus. It's just that he didn't understand what Jesus was for. He was here to do the will of the Father. 
and it was the will of the Father to crush him, to put him to grief, to make intercession for transgressors. Peter wasn't wrong to feel so overwhelmed by the idea that the Son of Man would have to suffer. In fact, we would do well to be overwhelmed by this reality today, too. Lord, hear our prayer, and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Son of Man, come to suffer on behalf of the broken. Teach us to desire death to our very being, in order that we may be free from the bondage of believing that this world would ever be enough to satisfy us. O Lord, would you make us into a people unashamed of the redeeming power of your gospel. Let us taste and see that you are good. O Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.